Hey everybody, <clears throat> it's Derek again, back with a, another episode of this so-called podcast. <sighs> well, I know I told you in our last conversation that I wanted to share with you some of my background, some of my story, some of my history. But, as these things seem to always happen, um, yesterday... A series of events unfolded, and I want to tell you that story, but I also want to kind of deliver my promise and tell you a little bit more about myself. So I'm going to try to do it in a way that covers somewhat of both of those things. Um, to give you a little insight, I'm a, it's, it's a Saturday morning right now, I'm sitting on my back porch. I actually turned my air conditioning unit off so that wouldn't be rattling in the background, but if you hear the birds chirping or rain dropping, it's because uh, I'm sitting outside recording this podcast on my cell phone. So you guys know that I want to be true. I want to be honest. I want to be open with you guys. And um, so here we go. Yesterday, um, it was a Friday. Yesterday was Friday. And I quit my job, my good job, my job that pays me very well that um, allows me the opportunity to learn a lot of things, to, um, to travel, to you know, come in when I want, work my own hours, take off whenever I want, have vacation time. And the reason I left that job is, is not something I feel I can explain in a short conversation, but I want to give you some background on why it's not normal, why it's not a, why it's not just a, I quit my job story, I went in and told my boss, you know, to fly a kite and walked out on my paycheck. Um, so I'm not sure if I've mentioned before, but I worked for my family business, my Father and my mother, um, about 15 years ago, started a company called KHM Travel. That company was started in the dining room of the house that I grew up in, um, Brunswick, Ohio. Jeez, uh, we moved into that house when I was four years old, so that would have been 1998. Um, and at that point in time, my dad and mom had, you know, been successful selling things online, um, having multiple different businesses. Uh, you know, they sold everything from health products, nutrition products, um, uh, insurance, some of these companies, just to name a few, Ameriplan, uh, Isogenics, um, well, what was the other ones? Essentially yours. I don't know if you're familiar with any of these. I imagine you're not because I don't imagine anybody who is of that age range is watching or listening to this podcast right now, but... Anyways, so they had started those businesses, um, you know, from the ground up. My dad has never worked for a boss. I've, I've, in my 24 years of life, I've never seen my dad, you know, go to work. He's always gone to work for himself. He's always been the boss. He's always been the owner of the company. And um, it's pretty cool to see that. But I don't know how many times as a kid or, as you know, growing up, I wished that my dad would just be like some of the other dads that my friends had where, you know, he just goes to work, that he's not always working, you know, 
and and that really is that's truly how it is as as an entrepreneur as a small business owner you are working 24 7 365 days a year and i remember just recently telling uh some of our employees that i do the same thing i'm always working this isn't a nine to five job for me you know this is a 24 7 365 type of job i wake up thinking about the business i go to sleep thinking about the business i dream about the business i remember coming into the office one morning and saying to our um, to our hr representative jen i said jen i had a dream that i was in a meeting like come on i'm thinking about the business all the time literally all the time and so my mom and dad started um Cajun Travel Group, which is a host travel agency, and that was, I think, back in about 2000, 2001, 2002, somewhere around there, and um, yeah, it started in our dining room. Um, our dining room was, you know, had the chandelier and carpet, and you know, everybody had the dining table set up right there, but my dad needed an office, so we tore the carpet out of there, and I say we, but it was actually my dad and um, a family friend. They tore the carpet out. I remember they put laminate flooring in. You know, they uh, they they eventually had my uncle come in, and I think it was my uncle, but somebody installed French doors, um, nice wooden French doors, you know, with the glass panes in them, and, and that was dad's office. He, you know, took the chandelier out and put some, some different lighting in and had his desk and his filing cabinets and... Everything was there, you know, and at the time he had some cabinets that were full of the health products and they were selling that stuff. And um, when he, when he, uh, before he started KHM, he actually was working for a company called Global Travel International. And Global Travel International was basically a host agency. And he got his start in travel by becoming a travel agent. So he signed up with uh, Global Travel and he realized that it wasn't that easy to sell travel. Um, he didn't have just a bunch of clients who were beating down his door to go on trips and he didn't really necessarily know exactly how to find those clients either. So what he did do is he saw that that company, Global Travel International, offered a, um, affiliate program and the affiliate program kind of basic. I can explain that for you. It's basically he would sign up as a travel agent. They would give him, um, the opportunity to, go and recruit other travel agents. And when he would recruit those travel agents, he would be paid a commission. Pretty simple, right? If you've heard of any affiliate program, any MLM, it's very common thing, right? So that's what he did. He said, well, I can't necessarily find these uh, travel clients, but I could find a bunch of people to sign up and, you know, become a travel agent and earn a commission, blah, blah, blah. So to make this long story short, that's what he did. And he built a website. He paid some Google AdWords, and he was basically... He had earned the spot of the top, um, the top recruiter of the year. So he recruited more people than anybody in uh, in that year. And it's funny because eventually, um, Global Travel, the corporation or whatever, actually reached out to him and said, "Hey, we want you to come to work for us because you're recruiting like all these people." <clears throat> so that's what he did. He said, "Okay, yeah, let me help you. I'll I'll kind of show you and tell you how I'm doing this." And so he did. And, you know, like every Steve Jobs type story goes, and I'm not saying that my dad's Steve Jobs, but he was eventually fucked over, right? And maybe it's corporate greed or 
Maybe that's just business. I don't know. It's not good business, in my opinion, but they fucked him over. And his immediate response, like I imagine all of us would do, was to fight back and go to court and do all that stuff. But he took it one step further and said, why don't I just go do this myself? Why don't I start my own host agency? And why don't I recruit my own agents and provide them all the insurance and all this other stuff? And so that's kind of what he did. But he found a another company that basically provided all those things and all he had to do was basically recruit the agents. They would be under him and all of the things like the insurance and E&O and um, all the suppliers and all that stuff was provided. I think that company is called Joystar. And so for a short time period there, he was recruiting all these agents and signing them up for Joystar. So basically switching, you know, from global travel to Joystar. Still kind of in the same boat. And I'm probably butchering the story. And if my dad's listening, he's probably just cringing at the fact that I'm even telling the story. But... <sighs> Somewhere along the line, he decided, no, like, I need to figure out how to do all of this on my own so that I'm not paying Joystar that I'm collecting that money every month and not just collecting a commission. And so that's essentially what they did. Um, and I say they. So let's introduce the next character in the story. My cousin Rick. My cousin Rick didn't really come into our lives, at least my life, until I was probably in, like, maybe fifth grade, fourth grade, fifth grade, somewhere in there. Um, and he came into our life, I remember distinctly going to a family, um, like get together, a big family reunion type party, or maybe it was a birthday, I don't know, for my great-grandfather's sisters. Yeah. So it was a birthday party or some kind of get-together get at my great-grandfather's sisters. So my, whatever that would be. Um, we always just called him Dolly and Rudy. And so we were over there, and I remember the first time ever meeting Rick. We uh, were playing ball, some type of ball, fris not frisbee, uh, like football or something like that, throwing a Nerf ball. And for some reason, I got upset at him because I thought he was, like, being mean to me or whatever. And I was just a little kid. I didn't know any better. So I remember crying and all that stuff. But the second time I remember seeing Rick was when my dad decided that we're going to remodel our basement. We're going to take our concrete wall or concrete floors and the you know the typical northern ohio uh insulation on the walls basement and we're going to turn it into a model basement and as a young kid i think like i said i was probably like i don't know eight or nine at the time um i didn't even know what that meant so i was like okay yeah so we spent the weekend cleaning out the basement and then i remember that morning distinctly watching the trucks pull up to the house guys get out and i'm all like who are these guys why are they coming to my house i didn't understand what was going on well tell you long story short once again those guys ended up being some of the coolest guys i've ever met um ended up having a great relationship with my cousin rick and and some of the guys that he uh he had on his crew um but anyways that's who Rick is, that Rick's cousin, third cousin of my dad's. Well, they decided to start, he, my dad reached out to Rick at the time and said, hey, Rick, um, what do you think about starting this business and basically becoming our own host agency? And that's what they did. So they decided to come together and start KHM Travel Group. Now, I don't know if I'm telling all this right and if you really want the true story, hopefully someday my dad and Rick will will tell that story. But this is my rendition of it. This is kind of like that book, What the Dog Saw. It's what the Derek saw. 
this is my rendition of the story, and it's mine. So if anybody wants to come after me or tell me that I'm telling it wrong, I don't really give a shit. This is my story. Go tell your own story. So they started KHM. And they started it from our dining room. I mean, I remember um, they would have representatives from different travel companies and they would have employees that they had hired and and all of this was happening right out of our house and I remember one meeting distinctly with um, a carnival rep named Jeff Cox and I remember them meeting in our pool room we had uh, one of the remodeling projects that Rick and his crew had um, had done for us for our family was they were they they basically built an indoor in-ground pool room for us and it was amazing. Um, yeah, if, if this is starting to give you some background of, wow, this kid, like, this is some type of rich, you know, I don't know, little spoiled brat. And sure, if that's what you want to call me, that's just, I will take that title and I will run with it. Um, but that's not what I want to talk about here. I'm trying to tell you the history, guys. Stop getting me off track. So I remember that meeting distinctly. And um, anyways, it was important because... Jeff Cox, Carnival was really like the first travel company that actually gave them a shot, gave them a chance, and believed in them and what they could do. So that was pretty cool. Fast forward from there, um, KHM Travel grew from our dining room to our pool room to a, um, a small office suite that had about, I don't know, maybe, maybe 400, 500 square feet. Um, and that's where we were. We had a storefront. We had a sign we had um some employees now uh my dad had a an office and we had a break room we had a bathroom we had like a conference table and we were legit or so we thought and um from there we fast forward a little bit more we ended up having like five more office units office spaces in that same building complex and we had like two or three on the first four on the first floor um one or two on the second floor i don't remember and anyways, it was funny because, like, if if reception needed to talk to marketing, they had to walk out of their office, walk down the hall, go into another office, and talk to the marketing department. Now, of course, they could have picked up the phone because we always had the fancy phones. And I remember when we got the whole new phone system installed and we had the ability to do the teleconference thing where you could just, like, page everybody. Anybody who had one of those that would just automatically come over, it was, it was a really bad idea. But anyways... So we went from that office space at uh, 50 Pearl Road in Brunswick, Ohio, in our five different units. And um, the building owner of that actually said, hey, I've got another space that I think you guys would be interested in. You could put everybody on the same floor, everybody in one space under one roof. And of course, they were doing very, you know, very well at the time, super successful. Um, and so that's what we did. Uh, we ended up saying, yes, we're going to move to this new space. And it was huge. At the time, I was in construction. That's my background here. And I know I'm not really telling my story. Jeez, I'm telling their story. But anyways, <laughs> me, I'm, I'm a, I don't know how old I was now. I'm, um, I'm probably a freshman or sophomore in high school at this time. And um, I'm super pumped because I was working for my cousin Rick doing the construction thing. And like I knew that we were going to do the work for KHM because it was like, well, Rick's one company is going to help Rick's other company, right? So that's what we did. So we, um, the, the space that we ended up taking over was a 7,000 square foot space. Um, and it was an old Hollywood video. So we turned, we didn't turn it, but Bob Knight's company turned that space into a really nice, um, 
what they call a vanilla shell, which means white walls, primed, um, plumbing, electrical ran, and that's it. So me and Rick's crew, we came in there and we pretty much did all the finished work. We painted and installed ceiling tiles and did flooring and carpet. Well, we didn't do the carpet. Um, flooring and baseboard and trim and you know tile in the bathrooms, cabinets in the kitchen, all that stuff. We did all like the finished work. A lot of painting. Um, I remember getting a stiff neck from like painting all these executive office doors. You know, you had to do two coats on each side of the door. They were the the um, uh, is that a French style door? Yeah, where you got all the different panes of glass. You got these little thin pieces of wood strips. They got to paint. It was a fucking nightmare. But I remember doing that. And um, so go a little bit further down the road. Eventually, my parents left that company um, after about 15 years uh, growing it. And um, they'll tell you that they left because they got bored or whatever. But the true story is they left because my parents had moved to Florida. The company was still in Ohio. They were trying to run it remotely. um, And they had a lot of conflicts with their leadership team. And that leadership team didn't agree with what direction my dad wanted to go. So my dad basically was like, well, you don't like me. You don't like my family. And we we just need to go. So we left and took a buyout much smaller than what I believe my, my, my parents deserved. Um, and that's what they did. So took the buyout, came, or, well, you know, came back down to Florida and, and basically decided what's next. Well, we were already planning on opening a branch down here of KHM South. So why don't we just take that office space and turn it into an office and start another company called Luxiva Vacations. Now, through this time, we fast forward and remember KHM, uh, like I said, started somewhere back in like 2001, um, 15 years from then would have been 2016. And 2016 is when we left and started Luxiva Vacations. At the time, you know, my life basically followed my parents. I was, you know, a teenage boy growing up in Brunswick, Ohio. I did the construction thing. I, you know, got busted selling marijuana and um, I decided to uh, switch from going to public school to a online virtual academy that was homeschooling and was following my parents. So I basically, they wanted to keep an eye on me. So if I wasn't working at the office, working for Rick, um, I was, I was always in their sight, you know, they were keeping a good eye on me, which is fine, whatever. Um, so I moved down to Florida with them. I ended up finding another job here in construction, lost that job because, you know, whatever family, uh, took the precedent and they had to give the job to the family member instead of me. So I kind of got laid off. I ended up going back to Ohio, came back to Florida, got a better job with, um, just more room to grow. And I didn't know it then, but at that time that job would lead me to my, um, my future, which is my current girlfriend of five years in September, which it's September, um, going on five years here and we're not married yet, but maybe that'll happen someday. Um, and that's kind of where I'm at now. So I'm, I'm down here in Florida. I'm working on this construction company. My parents are down here. They just left, you know, left the, the business and we're all down here kind of like, what do we want to do? And uh, my dad reached out to me and was like, hey, um, I think you should come to work for the new company. I'd love to have you a part of the team, blah, blah, blah. 
long story short, again, I left my construction job of four years. Um, I was a project manager when I left. I had a crew of about 14 guys that I was somewhat managing, at least to the best of my abilities. Um, and I was still doing a lot of the construction stuff myself. So I was painting, doing stucco, waterproofing, concrete repairs, all that good stuff. And um, I left that swinging a hammer out here in the, you know, 100 degree weather of the, you know, south gulf side of florida southern gulf side of florida and and i left that and went to help start this new company let's do vacations and over the past two years of my life that's what i've been doing i've been helping any way anywhere i can to grow Luxio vacations and yesterday bringing this whole story back to full circle now we're in present day yesterday i left that job now you, you might be wondering like why in the heck would you leave a job where like you don't you're not doing construction anymore you're not working outside anymore you're not sweating or you know you're not having to work hard you're in an air-conditioned business or an air-conditioned office space and you get to travel you get to work for your parents and be a part of your family business i know it sounds crazy but family businesses are crazy family businesses are hard because you don't know if you're running a family or if you're running a business and the two just have no separation and so I know this story ended up being more about my parents history and less of mine but like I said I wanted to kind of tie the two together I'm gonna go into more detail of my history and who I am in future episodes but I wanted to get that story out I wanted to tell you guys that yes I quit my job yesterday and I think it's the greatest thing ever because I feel free I feel like I'm finally like I'm not chained down by anything I have the opportunity to go in whatever direction I want do whatever I want to do um, pursue whatever I'm passionate about and as you know from further episodes or future past episodes that's what I'm about I'm about helping people pursue their passions and stop chasing the paycheck so I'm excited about that. Um, so I hope you come with me um, on this journey because that's really what it is. It's going to be my journey. And um, oh, I didn't just leave, but uh, my girlfriend of five years, who also decided to start working for our, our family business, left with me. And so it's it's a whirlwind. It's, it's going to be kind of crazy. Miranda and I actually recorded a episode for like a we did like a, a video yesterday um, explaining why we quit. And telling a little bit about that, but this this isn't a, a short story. So this is something that we're going to cover together over the next, um, you know, however many months it takes to to get this story out there. So I hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. Um, I'm getting hot. The sun has come up, and I want to go start my day. So I'm going to kind of leave you with that. So you know why I left the company. Or you don't know why I left the company, but you know I left my job. You know how the company was started. You know a little bit about my family's history. And so I'm going to leave you guys with that. It is, uh, looks like we're going on 23 minutes. This is the longest podcast yet. So I hope you enjoyed it. And um, you know what to do. If you have questions, comments, your own story, if you want to connect with me, um, hit me up on social media at the Derek Kramer. Um, send me an email, d3kramer at gmail.com. That's lowercase d, the number three, Kramer is K-R-A-M-E-R at gmail.com. So hope you guys enjoyed it and love to hear from you. We will see you next time. Bye-bye.